when some wild-eyed eight-foot-tall maniac grabs your neck, taps the back of your favorite head up against a barroom wall, and he looks at crooked in the eye, and he asks you if you've paid your dues. Well, you just stare that big sucker right back in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir, the check is in the mail. Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies that we can. We put them on our list, and then um, some people download the podcast. <laughs> I'm John. With me, as always, is James and Dustin. James and Dustin, how are you? I'm great. <laughs> Good. So we're doing back-to-back episodes. So is there anything else? It destroys the illusion, you know? It's, there's no illusion. <laughs> the magic. The Behind-the-scenes magic. We talk, unless we're, unless, like, we're the, like, lamest people ever, we're, we talk about watching stuff, like, two months after it came out, by the time the... <laughs> by the time this comes out, yeah. Yeah, I just saw whatever the new hot thing is in the theater. Oh. <laughs> just now. I'm just going to say that from now on. Okay. I just saw whatever the new hot movie is. <laughs> what is it was the awesome. Hot, what is the hot movie in the theater right now? I don't know. When does Avengers come out? Wicker Man? Is that already out? <laughs> Wicker Man. Christopher Robin. Christopher. Uh, <laughs> Avengers? No. Um, Avengers. Shazam. Shazam is, is the hot shit, right? Yeah, you know what? It's funny. Shazam is supposed to be the hot shit. I don't, I've not heard anything about this movie. Mm. Like, barely anything. It looks fun. Yeah. Yeah. How about that Chuck, Lion King trailer? Chuck is in it. Chuck, yeah. I just watched Lion, Lion King. King. No. I nah. Watched, nah. I just watched Lion King with my kids for the first time. Um, that movie wrecks you. No, oh, yeah. That movie wrecks everybody. It's it's hard to watch for the first time. Uh, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't seen Lion King since it like came out on video. I have not seen it in probably going on 20 years. Yeah. Like, but it's uh like when Mufasa dies. Uh, yeah, well, when Mufasa dies, that's like really, really sad. Like when he's like hanging off the cliff. Oh, spoiler I alert! S- I saw, I saw spoiler. A spoiler for Lion King. Uh, I saw a video someone taped of their dog watching the Lion King with them, and that, and the dog was getting really upset when that. Yeah, Mufasa dies. Yeah, because dogs he's are like whining and and wow. you know, going down on the floor. Because dogs are awesome, and a dog can even look at his like most most worst enemy, a lion. <laughs> The personification of the house cat and be like, I emphasize. But like, yeah, kids, that's hard. it's fucking scary as shit. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but do you remember the ending? No. When like no. the hyenas turn on Scar? Ooh. No. Ooh. Scary. <laughs> scary shit. You're going you to watch that live action version? No, I don't watch live action movies. Fuck them. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, make a new fucking movie. Quit wasting. They're just every- going through their whole fucking yeah. thing. Quit hey, wasting. Uh, okay, so time. next we're gonna do fucking Little Mermaid and fucking Aladdin. Oh, that Little Mermaid, Dumbo. Can you imagine how much do them all live action? That Little Mermaid. When they, whenever they get around to that, man, all the like everyone's coming out of the woodwork to watch that stuff. Oh all yeah, the, everyone with the with the Ooh, tail like Japanese fetish. businessmen. All the pervs. Well, I was thinking about white people. I'm not going to speak to the Japanese. I was speak to Canadians. Oh, but, let's just say it. Um, <laughs> They're fucking perverts. <laughs> oh, how about that avatar? Yeah. 
You can write me in on that. How about you that avatar? Write. Oh, are you going to do a live action version of that? <laughs> I, they, I did hear they're going to do a theatrical version. Oh, yeah? Yeah, play. No, of course I'm not. No. <laughs> are you kidding? I wouldn't be surprised if they were already doing a theater version of like Avatar. cats, but Avatar? Yeah. yeah. They are doing cats, though. Uh, is that still a thing? Yeah, Idris Elba is going to be a cat. Oh, shit. I can see them. Taylor cat. Swift is going to be cat eyes. Taylor Swift is going to be a cat. Cool. I heard the cats are going to be cat sized, like tiny. They're going to be, and like the people are going to be people. So I don't know. I don't know anything about cats, but apparently, like the cats are going to be small. Like it's going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. So you know the plague. The... Yeah, it's cats. I'm, I, guess I think I'm following, I'm following I think there that might far. be people in it. Or is there people in it? Yeah, they wear cat costumes. No. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Not like, the, there's humans in it. Is there humans in it? Oh, do they interact with humans? I don't know. But I don't apparently, know, I no reg, even if they don't interact with humans, apparently they're going to be like small. Like, so say they have, a, there's a dumpster. Mm-hmm. The dumpster will be dumpster size. Okay. And the cat will be tiny. I see. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> hey, did you know they're making a True Lies TV series? Oh, shit. Tom Arnold starring Tom Arnold. <laughs> no, Tom Arnold. His career. He's like training new people. His yeah. career's over now. That's what I've heard. He's still looking for that P tape. <laughs> no, seriously, he says it ruined his. He ruined his career. Yeah, I read something about that. Yeah. It wasn't everything he did before that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Movies like True Lies and Big Bully. He was. He was classic. Yeah. Was he in Ladybugs? He should have been. <laughs> He could have been the backup if Dangerfield, you know, didn't couldn't do it. Yeah, except for people did respect Dangerfield. It was a joke. No one respects. It would have been honest. It would have just been. I just a, told you some of Tom Arnold's finest hours. What about been, his part in Cradle to the Grave with yeah. uh, Jet uh, Li? Yes. If he just walked around saying, Wasn't "I don't he get in exit wounds," uh, also with with our man Segal. I don't know. Yeah, he was. Boom! Exit wounds. Exit wounds. <laughs> I mean, let me just tell you guys, I've is been following exit, the career of Tom Arnold for some time. Is, yeah, is Exit Wounds uh, Jaw Rule or DMX? Um, shit. Exit Wounds is DMX. Yeah, it's DMX. DMX. And then he was also in Cradle to the Grave. So that I guess he brought, Tom, he brought Tom Arnold over with him. Who did? DMX. He's like, okay, I did this Exit Wounds with Tom Arnold. Now I'm going over to this oh, new so movie. Oh, so DMX was in both those movies? Cradle to the Grave. And oh. I'm, I'm say, hey, can you give my man Tom Arnold a job on this, on this flick? <laughs> My boy, White Tom. White Tom. <laughs> we call him White Tom. Yeah, I'm White Tom. <laughs> it's my boy, White Tom. He's a rough rider. <laughs> He's a rough rider. Yeah. He just bought a four wheeler. <laughs> so tell me about all the things you guys watched between the last episode and this one. <laughs> um, nothing. <laughs> I don't believe you that you didn't watch anything in these intervening weeks. You know, you know what I'm saying. It's just the problem is it's. Whatever I watched is not rememberable. I just didn't rem- don't remember it because it's not worth remembering. Right. Well, I guess that's probably fair. some Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> hey, I want to revisit Happy Gilmore. Like, if it's <laughs> you do, good. Eh? Yeah. You know what I keep thinking about, and I keep really laughing really hard in my head is uh, Ben Stiller's character. In Happy Gilmore, yeah, the working at the home, yeah, that's pretty funny actually. So I've built that up in my head to be really, really fucking funny, and I don't know if it's true or not. 
It's still funny, I think. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to see it again. I do remember thinking it was funny at the time. It's, for sure. I think we hit that Mr. Mr. Lady. <laughs> I live... Yeah. I, <laughs> I want to see I, it. I quoted Billy Madison the other day out of the blue. Oh, what line? That Fuck. Veronica is one <laughs> no, it wasn't piece that one. of ace. <laughs> but you know what? That ties into this movie that we're going to talk about. Uh, you know when... Oh, here, well, I guess I'm just starting to talk about the movie. There's that scene where Kurt Russell goes to the to the um, the prostitute place. Yeah, yeah. And he's got like the suit on and the glasses. That was really funny. That's yeah. like a Chris Farley character. Chris Farley character. Yeah. Straight up. I totally got that That must impression. be where he got that shtick from. Let's not say that's where he got it from. <clears throat> well, it's, it seems it. like... It seems like he's got the glasses, he's got the suit, same like suit on and everything. And he's, it seems like a Farley bit. Yeah, you're going to live in a van down <laughs> by the river. <laughs> well, that leads us into talking about this movie. Yeah, so uh, this is my pick. Uh, big I've Trouble. Seen, yeah, Big Little Trouble China. in Little China. Um, 1986, directed by John Carpenter, starring uh, Kurt Russell, Kim Cattrall, Dennis Dunn. Well, I can't read your writing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that's if that fair. was an, fair. a finished, unfinished O or a U. Yeah, it's a U. Uh, James Hong, Victor Wong, a bunch of people. Um, so I saw this movie one time. Uh, I did not have the joy of watching this film as a child. Uh, I watched it for the first time as a um, the 20-something. And I fucking hated it. And I was like, this movie sucks. And everybody's nostalgia is just getting in the way. And I was completely wrong. This is a delight. It's a big man to me, though. This is a delight of a film. It's so great. It's so great. I, I think um, I think it's with John Carpenter, more than anybody, the more I watch, the more I'm just like, this man is <laughs> beyond reproach. Like, he's so great. Everything everything I see him do, everything I, like, I revisit, it's just like, it's better than I... It's better than I remembered it, mm-hmm. and or it's better than I ever could have expected. I mean, this movie for me is like it. It distills every batshit uh, tendency of an '80s movie into one boiling cauldron of insanity. Yeah, and I love it. Well, let's like yeah. get into like <laughs> pretty awesome what the movie is. We start off with with uh, with Jack Burton, played by Kurt Russell. He's a truck driver. He he's a pork. What's the Oh yeah, something he's some kind of pork chop thing. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, he's a truck driver and he's kind of doing his spiel and he ends up with uh Is it Wang Chi? Yeah. He ends up like playing some game, like some card game of some sort or whatever with uh with Wang Chi, this Dennis Dunn. And uh this leads him into this like labyrinth of uh, Chinese gangs and sorcery Mysticism, mysticism, monsters, monsters. monsters. It's, it's like playing a video game and reading a comic book at the same time, but it's a movie. Yeah, it's like it's. It's got it all. It's got it all. It's really crazy, and it gets crazier and crazier. Like the the deeper you get in. Well, I mean, it starts out pretty crazy. Like he gets in that alley with his truck, and those two different gangs, Chinese gangs, start fighting each other. Yeah, and the one dude pulls out like gold-plated six-shooters. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> Starts <laughs> shooting them. Dudes are swinging swords and shooting AK-47s. And uh, well, it's just like bananas right off the bat. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you get those those guys appear. 
Yeah, the the three uh, thunder, rain, and lightning, and they're wearing those like wicker hats. Yeah, and they're like obviously got magic abilities. Like they have these knives, and they do these weird, like they can throw electricity and all this stuff. And they and they uh, they inspired uh, Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's what games. I was wondering. I I was wondering which one came first. Oh, yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah, like I, it had to have. Yeah, Mortal Kombat wasn't until what early nineties, so. But like, it had to have inspired it because there's no way that they are that. Oh similar. no! Yeah, yeah, they're straight up inspired, and Lopan inspired um, Shang Tsung, who is like the main villain in Mortal oh, okay. Kombat. So, <laughs> there you go. Video game. You said it's like a video game. It is, and it, it the movies. It's. I, I don't even. I don't know if I have like um, the words like the. I don't mean the words because I'm awe-inspired, but, like, I'm just kind of stupid to, like, explain how meta this movie is. Like, it's so... so It's so self-aware, knowing yeah. exactly what it's doing. Like, it's pulling out every trope. It's doing everything, like... But also <laughs> reversing some tropes, like... Like, Jack Burton, the Jack Burton character, in any other 80s action movie, you know it would be played so differently. And this, it's like, what makes him so great is that he's kind of an idiot. He's a complete He's not really idiot, good at yeah. what he does. He's not like a badass, but... but he's you, very confident. He's very confident. And it, <laughs> he's just so lovable because even though he's kind of a moron, he has like... He just does... He go, he, he's, fra- he's afraid, but he does it anyway because he's like going to help his, his friends, right? Yeah. In, in a really weird way, watching this made me appreciate Kurt Russell in Tango and Cash. Oh, yeah? For some reason. <laughs> I appreciate Kurt Russell in everything. I think he's one of the most underrated actors that we've, like, we've had of like our time. Uh, I mean, he's, I feel like he's finally kind of getting his due nowadays and stuff. But, um, yeah, I think he went underappreciated for a long time. So for sure. I get a real big Bruce Campbell vibe from him in this movie. Yeah, well, it's the same kind of it's character. It's the same kind way, of character. Like, right? uh, overconfident idiots. Yeah. Bruce, good-hearted idiots. Yeah. Bruce Campbell, like, usually plays a bit more of a, like, uh, a, a simpler man. That's more over like he like he's more overconfident, like yeah he's more uh, he's more cocky yeah and he's also like it sounds weird to say but he he seems he plays off more of like a pathetic I don't know a pathetic like uh, he thinks he's really attractive and right right whereas like like he's Kurt fucking Russell no one's gonna <laughs> pretend that he's not like <laughs> handsome. But we get we get we do see some cracks in the facade at different times from in his character, which I think are played like they're just little slight things that are played to great effect. Like um, he he has that Uzi thing at one point and he shoots <laughs> one of the bad guys and the guy's like, is that the first time you ever plugged anyone? And he's you know, he's all bluster and he's like, yeah. no, of course not. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I've killed people. But you can see it's affected him. Like, yeah, I just killed a guy like fuck. Um, or there's a there's a part where. um He's like, oh, are we going in there? Like, and they're like, yeah. And you see like a look on his face, like just for a second, like, oh shit, like, yeah, I don't want to do this, but like he does it anyway, right? Um, I think, yeah, I think he has like a really stout-hearted guy, 
like who just keeps throwing himself into these situations. Not, you know, it's not like, um, you know, like Danny McBride in like Eastbound and Down where he's really overconfident, yeah. but he's, a, he's also a piece of shit. Yeah. And he's also <laughs> but, like, and he's also bad at everything. Yeah. And he's like, you know, a like callow and like vindictive and all that kind of stuff. Jack Burton isn't that. He no, is, he is overconfident, but he's also like, he also is like, He's good. a good guy. He's a he's, good person. He wants he's, to help everyone and save them. And like, even though he's not good at it, like, no, but he's good enough to, yeah, he get, helps. He gets it done. He gets it done because he doesn't quit. So at the beginning of this movie, they have, uh, what's his name? Egg. They have egg in Fiction, a, yeah, yeah. yeah. In a lawyer's office. Right. Saying like, why would you stick up for, Jack. Jack Burton, yeah, yeah. But they don't bring that back in anywhere. I thought that was weird. Yeah, they shot that afterwards. The studio wanted something to make it seem like Jack was more of a hero in the movie because they oh. didn't really get that he wasn't like the hero. Uh, really, Wang Chi is like the more badass character. Yeah, he, right? he's awesome. He's like, he he's great in this movie. Like he, um, yeah, he's kind of like smaller. He's unassuming. Like you get really no sense of like. He has any type of skill, but when like backs are against the wall, he's the one that's actually the driving force. Yeah, he's the hero, and yeah. Jack Burton's kind of his sidekick. Jack Burton's opening doors. We're with Jack Burton as an audience because we're like we're entering this world that we don't know anything about. Yeah, right? like so we're following him, but he's not really the hero of the movie. Like no, he does help and stuff, but but they put that at the front because they're like, oh well, the audience needs to think he's the. He's the hero. So that, you know, Egg Shen says, oh, like, don't, you don't leave him. He helped us, blah, blah, blah. He's a hero kind of thing it at seems the front. Cr- and then right. they don't come back to it. It but seems kind of like a fuck you to the studio then to not put it like a, like a, a bumper at the end then. Yeah. To come back to it. To be like, I don't know if it's in his head, John Carpenter, but to be like, never mind. You want me to put that in there? Fine. I'll put it in the beginning. Yeah. And you're too stupid to realize I'm not going to put it in the end. To like right, and it doesn't really, it doesn't feel like it needs it at the end, other than you know you go oh they never really resolved that or did it, anything. Well, with well that. no, he just goes on. He goes back to his truck and delivering he's giving, delivering his messages, talking in third person. <laughs> and C, and CB. I, I think that you actually forget about that part for the most part because his book ended instead by him on his CB. Yeah, philosoph- and then philosophizing, him, and then him on a CB again. Yeah, yeah, which is like the true mm-hmm. arc of the movie. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, there was apparently a lot of studio interference on the movie. Uh, also, uh, John Carpenter had wanted to cast Jackie Chan in the Wang Chi role, but the studio didn't want Jackie Chan because they didn't think he spoke good enough English. It was uh, it was coming off of Police Story. John Carpenter wanted to... That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome, but this I think is Dennis, really good. I think Dennis this is, this does is a great really job good. in this movie. Yeah. But what could it have been? With Jackie Chan. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to see a version with Jackie Chan. At this point, would it have been But I don't want to take anything away from Dennis Dunn. Maybe. Yeah, now. But we wouldn't have really known Jackie Chan no. at the time, right? But I don't think it's fair. 86? Yeah, I don't think it's fair because I'm like, I think Dennis Dunn does such a great job. He does do a He's good so job. perfect in that role. And what's which which one's his friend? Um, Donald, uh, Eddie Lee. Played Eddie by, Lee. Played by Donald. Oh, man. Eddie Lee. Yeah. He's, he's so great, great. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> So this movie, I mean, it has, it's kind of weird. Like you're like, when you watch this, you're like, this can't be real Chinese mythology, right? Like, yeah. 
sorcery and all kinds like monsters and all kinds of weird shit. Apparently, some of it is based on actual Chinese like history and mythology, oh, really? fables I, and stuff. I thought it was um, all just made up. So did I. I assumed that, but apparently, some of it is based on actual stuff. I, okay, wait. I don't know how much of it is like you know changed for a American screenplay movie, but like okay. I. I want to say something I don't quite understand. No, I'm just thinking about it. Okay, so like there's like the at the beginning there's the good gang that are in like white. Yeah, and gold sashes or yeah, whatever. And then there's the bad gang that's in like red and yeah. black. Yeah. And then the Lords of Death. And then the um I don't know, what do you want to call them? The Mortal the Mortal Kombat's Thunder, Rain and Lightning. Yeah, so Mortal Kombat comes in <laughs> and they attack and they end up killing a bunch of the black and reds. Uh, no, the other guys, the the gold. No, but they also they, kill the they, black and yeah, reds because oh, they're they? all together. They're all together. They end up killing mostly the black and oh, reds. Oh, but they say that the lords of death work for them. I know that's what I don't understand because what happens is at the end they're all fighting, or at the beginning they're all fighting, and then they stop. Mortal Kombat shows up. Maybe they just and don't then, care if they kill some of their own guys in the well, process. And then black and reds start shooting. Black and red are you shooting? sure it's the black and red guys that are shooting at them? Yeah, yeah, because okay. they they're the only ones with. I'll take your word. I don't. At remember. that point, I think they're the only ones with guns. Uh, no, they all have guns. Yeah, they all had guns. Well, oh, I thought the the black the white guys dropped their guns, and they started fighting with like staffs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah they, they do at the kay. when they're all having then a then melee they, and, and that's why I kind of didn't understand because then they they end up killing some of the black and reds, but then they end up like, working for them. That, but I'll uh, I'll believe yeah. You. Yeah, those Lords of Death, they say that they work for those guys. And they work for Lopan, who's our, our villain. Right. Who's this old fucking who's withered awesome. man in a chair. Yeah. He's so great. <laughs> James James Hong, he's in tons of shit. Uh, What's his name shows up there in that in that gang fight? Hmm. There's that one like Asian actor that's in everything. Oh, in the gang fight at the beginning, there's a, there's a guy I recognized who I think was actually a henchman in Under Siege, which we just did. Uh, I don't know if you remember the, the computer nerd guy in Under Siege, the, the bald kind of guy with glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought the he, guy from... He's got a guy with him who's an Asian guy who I'm pretty sure is one of the dudes in that in that fight at the beginning. Isn't the guy from the good, Die Hard in this? Yeah, yeah, he's also in this. He's yeah. in this. He's one of the black and red guys. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's the guy I recognize. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's a henchman in every fucking movie in the he's, 80s. <laughs> he's great. He was in Action Jackson that we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. in Lethal Weapon. He was in Die Hard. Tango and Cash, wasn't he? Was Did he show up in that too? I don't remember. Was he in that? I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I can't think of his actual name now, but yeah, he's in. Isn't there a documentary about him? Yes. Yeah. We're um, bad people. Well, we talked about him on one of our other episodes and I, oh, fuck, I can't think of his name, but yeah, he's a henchman in so many things. Um, and the, and also the dude who pulls out the gold pistols. I, I know from other movies too, like as a henchman kind of guy, but can't think of his name either. Um, but after they get into that initial, gang fight i mean do you want to try to explain the plot of this movie <laughs> uh, i don't think it's possible <laughs> well lopan who was cursed by the chinese emperor like oh what, no okay, like a thousand so, years ago or whatever yeah so he has he um he's all old and like like you know falling apart kind of thing and he needs to do this ritual where he marries 
a Chinese woman who has green eyes and then sacrifices her to this like God so that he can, um, cause you know how he can materialize in his younger form yeah. as a kind of, but he, but he's only like kind of a ghost when he does that. Right. So he, he, he's not like a fleshly form. So he needs to sacrifice a green eyed Chinese woman so that he can become like a solid, uh, powerful, like whatever so sorcerer again. Before that, we continue. That's what I thought. But then he, that other girl has green eyes and yeah, he's like, oh, I'll marry both of yeah, them. I'll so it doesn't matter if they're Chinese. <laughs> I, guess I don't think it matters. <laughs> so it's green eyed lady. So I'm rewatching the scene right now. And Dustin is Dustin's right. Ah, see, I thought so. He, it is not, they're not, they're gold and darker. Yeah. It's gold it's the bands. Gold, the gold guys that, he, that they Yeah, kill. it's gold and darker colored. They like, throw those like weird knives at them. Yeah, they do a front flip. They throw yeah. knives, do a front flip, and then when they land, the knives hit the people. Yeah. Yeah, so you're right. Now that we've got the correction corner covered. <laughs> um, yeah, plot of the movie. Well, I just explained the yeah. main thing of it, I guess. He's, yeah, so he marries the green-eyed girl. Yeah, and he ends up trying to marry both of them because Gracie Law, it turns out, also has green eyes. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know how rare it is for a Chinese woman to have green... First of all, green eyes aren't that rare. My eyes are pretty much green. <laughs> like, Are they? <laughs> they're, not, they're, they're brown. Not, they're not emerald green. My they're eyes hazel. Well, they're... You don't... You can't even see my eyes. Yeah, they're hazel. Well, that's what... I mean, that's what... Hazel is brown and green, right? Yeah. But these are like straight up green eyes. Yeah, like green... Now, they don't look that green in the version of the movie I watched because the, uh, the cleaned up, like you know 1080 version of the movie the contact lenses that they used when they shot the movie in the 80s they don't show up that much so oh. they both had the brown eyes in real life these actresses oh okay I'm trying to think so of- they don't look very terribly green if you watch like a, a cleaned up version of yeah the movie. I, so i have hazel eyes i'm trying to think about somebody who i know who has green eyes if i've ever met anyone <sighs> probably i don't know can you think of anyone you know? Not off the top of my head, but I don't really, I don't know, like, oh, what color eyes does that person have that I know? No, but there are definitely people in my life that I've met mm-hmm. where they have eyes and I do not forget them. <laughs> There's this dude, he sells beer for another another company, and he has, like, slate gray eyes. <laughs> like, it's impossible not to be, like... That's a memorable one? Yeah, well, it's impossible not to be, like... This is exactly why I remember who you are. Like, yeah. I've never seen anyone with eyes that color before. Hmm. Weird. It's something I I notice that a lot of times when I'm reading a book, they'll be like, "Oh, this person had like black eyes or this whatever," yeah. and I'm like, "What? I've never seen nobody with black eyes." Black eyes. <laughs> I've never seen with the black guy. eyes. My mom. Black. She's a demon. No, she's not. <laughs> I, I was trying to. Think. Uh, black eyes. Can you have black eyes? Like, I mean, I can know. I guess? I don't, don't do albinos have red eyes? <laughs> I don't think so. Do they? No. Well, I want to Google that shit. <laughs> Seems important <laughs> right now. Anyway, so Jack is going to help Wang Chi because he won this bet. He wants to collect this money. Holy Wang Chi owes shit. him nothing or double, as he puts it. Yeah, nothing, nothing or double. double. I can cut this bottle in half. So then he drives into the airport to get his girl. Oh, wait, wait. I like that. All this shit happens. And then she gets kidnapped by the Lords of Death. But that was super slick. That whole scene? That whole scene. Like when they're the going to run him down? When is, no, when is nothing or double. I like that scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing or double. It was, it was, he was trying to knock him unconscious. 
Oh, you think that's what he's trying to do? Oh, yeah, I guess that would make sense. That's the whole point of that trick. And that's where we get to we get the foreshadowing of how you good Jack the, Burton's you, and reflexes are. You didn't are. get that? The, no, I never got that. The point of that trick is so not to like, cut the bottle He's going to hit him. It's to hit him in the head and then run away. Right, so you make off with your money. That makes sense. <laughs> reflexes. Yeah, he's got the fast reflexes. <laughs> that's funny, though. Um, well, that's, uh, yeah, I like that read on that. I never, I never noticed that. Yeah, it's, it's, I think I I like, I love how really, really fun, um, well, fun movies in general, but fun action movies that are like buddy movies set up the relationship between the two characters. Like when it's done really, really well, like it's done in this movie where these two guys have this they have a previous relationship. They mm-hmm. both know each other really, really well. Um, so like for me, when I saw that scene, I was like, Oh, these guys are like best friends. When well, I, he comes, I don't know if I took it that well, far. I don't, I don't mean best friends as in like, you know, Jack Burton's kind of like a, whatever, like he's a, a drifter. He's, he's a, a drifter. It's a but, long haul driver, but he's obviously good friends with, with him. Like, so I'm saying when I say best friends, I mean like his best friend in this town. And they have a long history to the fact that he doesn't like want to kill him when he tries to knock him out. Right. And he goes back to his house and like they like they have this relationship and I just felt like there's more to their backstory. Like I feel like yeah. there could be a prequel movie somewhere. I feel like this the events of this movie is when they really solidify their friendship though. Like I feel like they're more like yeah, they know each other. They play cards. They fucking take money from each other. Yeah, but they're not like tight. That's that's my impression. Well, and then maybe. over the course of the events of this movie, they become like best friends. Yeah, I can see that. They go through all this crazy shit together. Yeah, yeah, no, I can see that too. I just feel like there's there's a history there. Yeah, there's well, something they're like, definitely supposed to know each other. They like those guys. Friendly. Those guys have like they've hoard around. You know what I mean. <laughs> They've gone through a few gat houses together. How can you say that? <laughs> I just can't get over how much of a like moron Jack Burton, like the character that he plays. Everything he he's does. He's so great. Oh, he's so great. Everything but he's he just says such a, is hilarious. <laughs> it's just, it's true. Everything he says, you're just laughing, just being like, huh, that Jack. Oh man, I was laughing old. out loud over and over again last so night was when I. I was watching it. Like, He's just, he's just his bravado, like yeah, you know what old Jack Burton said. Like he's just <laughs> this character, this ridiculous character. Even at the end of the movie, when uh, instead of getting together really with Gracie Law, he's just like, yeah, I rub everyone the wrong way after a little while. So he's like, just gonna go back. Yeah, and the then uh, that reporter is like, aren't you gonna kiss her? No, 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 no. no. There's so many great quotes though. Is like when when Gracie Law's like, I go with you. And Jack Burton's like, yeah, but there's something wrong with her face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't do it. Like, there's just like a, he's just great. It's the delivery is just. There's like, a, there's, there's like almost like a 40s noir banter between them, right? Like she's the reporter or she's um, like, she's like the reporter character, but actually her friend is the reporter. Yeah. But like, uh, she's like, her name should just be exposition. <laughs> So should the reporter. Yeah, she's even worse. Yeah. Her exposition. You mean what? Jane? You mean David Lopin, mean, the nefarious businessman who blah, yeah. blah, blah, like opened yeah. this and did that? You, no one's seen him on the street for 30 years. But this is exactly how you do this movie. Like, it's not a, because it's not a spoof movie. No. 
but it's also not a full action. Like it is a full it's action, action movie. action, adventure, comedy. It is, but it's like, and what I don't know what else you Kung Fu. It like, has its toe in like a fantasy. lot of, yeah, but it, it does the spoof thing like better than most spoof movies do where they're just going to like hit you right in the face with it. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you just get all the good, like, it's just a fun adventure too. Like, because we, we don't know this world, like we're being introduced to this world and it's like, as soon as that fight happens in the alley, then we start going down this rabbit hole of weirdness. Like, yeah. okay, now they go to the, to like the, the whorehouse, the, the whorehouse and then they find, you know, the secret ways down into these tunnels and then it's like Lopin's secret fortress and there's all these statues and, you know, people in the, you know, exotic costumes, and then there's like a hairy troll monster gets introduced. Yeah, then, which is odd. Yeah, but it's awesome. It's like, and it's awesome, what, what other crazy like, thing is gonna happen? Pops like, up at the get again at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah at the, on the truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so there's just like all this, like, okay, let's introduce another fucking wild idea in the next scene, right? Like, well, yeah, that floating ball with eyeballs. Yeah, like, like what does he call it? A guardian or something? It's a guardian. Like that. Whatever the eyes yeah. see, then yeah, Lopan can, can see. It's like his security camera. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, it cuts to Lopan, who's like touching the side of his head. Yeah, like, he's like, oh, they're, they're here. here. Yeah, <laughs> and that thing is awesome. That floating eyeball thing. And then the one guy, Thun, I think it's Thunder, he like can grow like really fat for some reason, and he like blows up in that one. Scene I think yeah, at the he end. blows at the end. He, well, I mean, it's like I, something out I'm of Monty assuming, Python. I'm assuming that's what the end. Okay, so the beginning of the movie, um, Egg Shen is like somebody says that there was a burst of green light. Yeah, the only big burst of green explosion was when that guy blew up. Oh, no, yeah. there was at the beginning. There was no, but at the because I'm assuming it's like the like the ending, right? Right. I guess what's those guys? What's their story? How did they become? They are very invested. Well, very in much him so. getting married. Like they are, <laughs> they are tearing. Well, up. they're like they're, his, so they're like, happy. <laughs> they're so happy. They're like his top guy. Oh yeah, and the one guy does that whole like sword kata like. Ritual but thing I think that before was, the wedding. That was supposed to be part of like hip, like the, the, the part the of the ritual. sorcery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get hypnotized and then With they the like burning they float, sword. They go floating on those yeah. swords. Like they both they both pass the burning swords. Yeah, like sweet, <laughs> sweet, cool, cool. All right, <laughs> but that's what's fun. Now about it's it. time it's to like now it's time to pierce some them. other crazy shit. Uh, and then that when they have that fight scene in that in that temple where they're getting they're doing the marriage and there's like that big skull with like the neon yeah. lights all around it and some nice neon lights yeah it's awesome there. it looks awesome yeah then uh wang chi and and i think it's maybe rain they're like having that sword fight where they're like flying through the air and just like having a sword fight flying back and forth yeah and then also lo pan and egg shen is it shen yeah yeah Egg. They they have that fight where they have like, oh yeah, they have like av- avatars, avatars made out of magical energy fighting but, like each other, like the force or some but shit. But then like, Low Pan's doing that, but then he it's like he's moving his thumbs like he's playing like a, a video game. He's like doing a joystick. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's just awesome. Oh, yeah, doesn't he like cross his thumbs and it's, <laughs> like the beam comes out of there or something? Yeah, it's weird, but it's it's awesome. Yeah, I I love all the dumb characters that. Kurt Russell plays when he's like pretending to go undercover. Yeah. Yeah. With the glasses and the, 
Yeah, well, I'm real interested in like a green-eyed girl being the thing I'd like to see. (laughs) (laughs) Money is no object. (laughs) Playing this over-eager like nerd who wants to get laid. Um, like Lopan is fucking hilarious in this. The the part where he like looks at the security cameras and he sees that a bunch of the other ones are at the front desk. Yeah, he's like, oh no, this really pisses me off to no end. This <laughs> 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 fucking shit's hilarious. And then when he's got Gracie Law later captured and she's like chained to the ground and she's like, oh you bastard, you blah blah blah. And he starts like making fun of her. He's like, he's like poking her. Yeah, poking yeah, I don't yeah. know if I've ever felt like I need to just watch rewatch a movie again right away like this. I, I've also never been so wrong about a movie on this podcast. I mean, I, I I mean I've seen this movie a bunch of times, but honestly, every time I watch it, I think I like it more than the time I watched it before. And I already loved it, and I watched it last night, and I was like killing myself laughing at at every like joke in it. Like it's just. I, I like you said it slowed down at one point. I, I don't know which part you're talking about, but yeah, well, I, I the, never felt like it slowed down. That just could be for me. Yeah. I had a <laughs> I had a rough day watching it. Yeah. So it was uh it, it could you know what, like and that's part of the problem with like rating a movie. Um I'm sure it's someone's job. Well, it is people's jobs out there to <laughs> yeah. do it with some type of thing. Like I mean, we watch movies when we can watch them and how we yeah, can watch them, for right? Sure. So we can't we don't get to watch them in like in like a complete ergonomic like yeah you're not watching in a, a bubble in a, in a vacuum we're not watching in a vacuum yeah. so i mean that definitely impacts our ratings so i mean like for me i'm still gonna i mean it's when we do our rating it's, it's still gonna come out higher like way higher than i ever would have expected like i am i don't know if i've been as pleased that i picked a movie before like as much as i am that i picked this yeah. Like, I'm really, really glad I... It's I have just a, so much fun. I have a lot of apologies yeah. to say to some people about how much... <laughs> yeah. oh, I was like, this movie fucking sucks. This is like an AA thing. You got to yeah. go around and make your apologies yeah. about who yeah. you told Big Trouble in Little yeah. China. This is, just, this is actually just practice for when I actually have to go to AA. Well, now I'm going to have to work on you for Princess Bride, because that's also awesome. Well, that movie is tied up with a lot of people that I hate <laughs> right. that love that movie. <laughs> um, I don't know, like... I'm trying to think of a part where I feel like it's slowed down because every scene to me is entertaining. Like even the parts where they go back to like the restaurant that Wang Chi and his family own or whatever. Um, you better not tell me this is an act of God. <laughs> like Jack Burton's always got something ridiculous to say. And so there's always something happening. Uh, and most of the movie, there's like actual like weird shit happening, right? They go down in the, they go down in those tunnels under the ground and then, Egg Shen is like, oh, black blood of the earth. Yeah. And Jack Burton's like, you mean oil? And he's like, I mean black blood of the earth. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> like, that's what this is. <laughs> it's some weird thing about how there were ancient earthquakes and the everything like from the inside of the earth is now on the outside of the earth. And I also like that. So in that scene, I also like the part where um, like a, a monster grabs a guy. Yeah. And pulls him into like a hole. Yeah, yeah. And then Egg Shen throws like a like a bomb or whatever into the hole and is like, he won't be coming out again. <laughs> and it's like meanwhile it's like they just took a dude. You will come out no more. What? Huh? What will come out no more? Come on. Damn it. He's just walking through the lobby with a telephone. He just has a telephone. He's just like yeah. 
Where's the panel? Where's the panel? And then he sees the, the camera and he's like, oh, I, I remember last time we were here, the panel was, uh, yeah. I think it's this way. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Oh yeah, I forgot about this part. They're in this pit thing, and it starts filling up with water, and then there's like all these corpses on chains. They have to swim out of the elevator doors, and there's all these like corpses on chains. And the guy's like, "Yeah, it's the pit of despair, or whatever he calls it." Like, it's, it's just the, like, uh, yeah. oh, yeah, this is just something the, we know about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I think that that's something that's really fun about this movie is that there's this entire other world that everyone knows about. Yeah. Or at least all the people in Chinatown. In Chinatown. And then then Jack's just walking in being like, what the fuck is (laughs) going on? Like, he's always surprised at the next thing. Like, when that monster comes out of that hole and eats that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, what What was that? Like, (laughs) he's about to lose it. Like, yeah. But I think my favorite scene, I don't know if I have to pick a favorite scene, but the scene I want to say is my favorite scene right now is the elevator scene after they take, uh, they take the drugs or whatever the it drugs is that low egg Shen gives them. And they're all fucked up. I feel pretty good. And I'm not, uh, not scared at all. I just feel kind of, feel kind of invincible. Me too. I got a very positive attitude about this. Good. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're all feeling good. Yeah, they're all feeling really, really good. Like they're all in like MDMA. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's like, yeah, I feel, I feel really good. I feel good now. He's like, yeah, I feel really positive I feel about really this. Positive about this. And then Egg Shen says something, and then some guy just like puts his hand on Egg's sh- like shoulder, and is just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we got this. No big deal. And it's just like I want to be. I want to be where do they are. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever they're feeling. Whatever <laughs> they're feeling. I want their I want their fancy cocktail. Oh man. I want to feel like that once in my life. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, so I, I think this is also the kind of movie um I mean, I think this falls under like a cult movie. Yeah, it was a bomb when it came out. Yeah. Um and, but then like found a life on home video. Yeah, so I mean, it's the it's the kind of cult movie like where we can talk about like every scene. There's a joke that like we didn't catch, like somebody caught it. Like mm-hmm. it's like all of our favorite TV shows. It's like Arrested Development. It's like you watch it over and over again. And there's like there's like these there's different else. nuances yeah. and these different jokes. And this is the kind of movie where you want to find someone you know that hasn't seen it and and watch it with them. Like you're just like, yeah, let me show you this. Cause yeah. This, this is fucking great. Like, you're going to have the best time. Well, to I me, show this to myself, motherfucker. <laughs> to me, watching this, it's just like, it's so crazy what the writing and how they come up with it. And they add, like, these characters that are just, like, so out there. And then have all the comedy with uh, Kurt Russell. And somehow it just all works together. Yeah. John and Carpenter, it's like man. It's a weird cocktail. Yeah, it's a weird cocktail. And it's just... It's just so much fun. I mean, it only could have come out in the 80s, this movie. Like, you think about all the other crazy shit, 
like movie like the 80s is a weird time like it's not one of those times where people are like oh such good films were made in the 80s yeah but all this fun wacky weird shit yeah, came out there's in the 80s. But so gremlins much, like fucking but like so much of my like, ghostbusters to, like all this weird shit sorry no, I was gonna say so many of, like of my favorite movies as like, like as a kid obviously came out in the eighties because I was born in the eighties. Right. Yeah. But like I still have such fond feelings for towards, and they're all screwball stuff, right? Yeah. Like Cannonball Run, like all these kind of like weird, like I don't know, they're kind of bonkers. They're the kind. Of, they're just not the kind of things that are made anymore, right? No, like they had, but, they're like that flavor of that time. But then when I also whether was you're talking about the action movies from that era, or like the science fiction, or the screwball comedies. Yeah, or and I was watching all like all the like I grew up watching all the um, like the early Police Academy movies. Yeah, right. And I grew up watching like the um, Bill Murray movies, like Stripes and um, John Candy stuff. Like it, mm-hmm. there was just like this weird, it was this weird frenzy of yeah. of of like kind of like out I don't know but think of all the weird movies too like weird science and like just like these oh, like yeah, like back to the future or whatever like there's all this like oh let's jam like some comedy and some science fiction and like some yeah, weird, but, like gremlins like what the fuck but to me a movie like the, uh, I think you could make a movie like this today and it would be successful you think so I think so I don't know maybe like with certain people but uh, if you put this out in the theaters, I don't think people are going to flock to it. Like, it, The Rock this, is trying to remake it right no, now. No, yeah, and I know that. But I think if you make it in a similar way where it's just crazy out there and you, you cast somebody like Kirk Russell and make it, like, more comedy, I think it could work. I don't see it, but maybe you're right. I don't need, I mean, I'm trying to think of other things like this, that something like this that would have come out recently that people it just doesn't seem like um it has mass appeal to me like it's just too weird <laughs> you know like i think and they didn't mark they the studio didn't market this movie when it came out because they didn't know how to market it then right and that was in a time where there was a lot of wacky fucking movies coming out it's just hard to think that like a movie like this can't be marketable nowadays when they make these high budget, you know, other action movies that are just flops. Mm. I, know, I, this is, I don't know. L- let's look at John Carpenter as a, like as a creator. Right. Um, and just look at his movies. I mean, he, think about Halloween. Mm-hmm. Totally Did, different movie than this. Yeah. But, but look, let's look, look, let's look at what happened when they tried to remake Halloween. Like it was a fucking disaster. The Rob Zombie yeah. version. Yeah. It's got its fans. Well, <laughs> what doesn't, right? Yeah, that's true. Like, it's just, it's just like, we, I think that we look at things. Well, I mean, what, well, what's being presented to us is just being presented, presented through a different lens now. Um, and I think that the niche comedy, like this fast paced kind of like all over, like, it's it's all over the place. It doesn't know exactly. It knows exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly like intelligent, but like that audience is really hard to get to now. Yeah, what, from what Dustin is it's saying, it's not what studios invest in, right? Like it's not what they're interested in. They're like, what's the you know what franchise can we either continue or reboot or what's a new thing based on a popular video game or movie or cartoon or right, but like. A movie like this should be done through a studio like... Like A24? Like 
Um, I'm sure it'll change now. It probably Blumhouse. won't. It probably won't exist after this. But like Fox Spotlight, which is more like an indie, oh, Searchlight, yeah, yeah, or Searchlight, like a more indie, yeah, kind of avenue, lower budget. I mean, if you just like don't do any CGI, just all <laughs> yeah. like practical, just do practical stuff. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't know if I want to see them do it. Like, no, I'm not like saying The Rock re- is gonna make I'm, this movie again. I'm not saying redo this. I'm saying right, make a, a new movie thing like this. Like this. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, think. I'd be, I, I'd be very happy if they did. Um, I'm trying to think of something like this. Uh, maybe did you guys ever see John Dies at the End? Yeah, I like that movie a lot. That's maybe in the ballpark. It is. That that was a really fun movie. Yeah. Um, but that movie was a huge ball. Like it yeah. was nothing. Yeah, nobody saw it. No one. No one has seen that movie. Yeah. Like, have you seen that movie? No. <laughs> like it's. I don't even know what it is. It. <laughs> uh, check it out. It's good. <laughs> You'd probably like it. It's What's f- it called? John, John dies, dies at the end. end. Yeah. Um, it's got that weirdness, you know, and there's weird shit going on. It doesn't have budget for effects, but unfortunately it doesn't try to do just, I think it does have some CG in it. That was terribly great. It does have a budget for Paul Giamatti. (laughs) Yeah. It's got a Giamatti budget. Um, it's, but there's, you don't see a lot of attempts at something. I think we're so strange. I think we're in a different time though. Everything is so fucking meta and either that or it's just cookie cutter. It's cookie cutter. And like, and you, we're in a shitty time right now. We're I mean, in a really, I mean um, us, I think, is something really creative where it's not the same kind of movie well, as this. I haven't seen it, so yeah, don't but it, I'm just, spoil I'm just saying that it's got like some weird, crazy ideas in it that I, you know, you haven't seen anything else lately. Mm-hmm. So, th- so there is still some stuff coming out, uh, and that was, you know, super successful. So. I don't. So the, I don't think the '80s have had a true renaissance. Like a, like a was it Renaissance? Uh, revisit whatever. The, sure. They, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I the word is. They ha- they haven't like they they haven't been able to come back properly yet. Like the '90s, we've kind of done the '90s again. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. People were, oh, you know, fashion is cyclical, but I don't, you know, we're not really seeing the filming style of things come back like eighty. Like no one's doing '80s again. People might try to do some '40s noir thing again, or they might try to do. 70s gritty crime thing again or whatever but like no one's trying to do well that be garbage pill kids the, the movie again or something like yeah that. no no one should have done it in the first place <laughs> but wrong that being said i mean they went and like mad max fury road yeah they went yeah. back okay that is something that's big huge idea like creative ideas going on crazy and, stuff you know like 90 something percent practical effects mm-hmm and I'm pretty sure you wrote that movie but that's, a long time ago. That's the ago. exception, though, right? Like yeah, that—that right. that is the exception, but it can be done. Yeah, it can be done. Well, I mean, the actors when they were filming that movie thought he was like out of his mind. Yeah, yeah. Right. Until they see the finished. Until product. they saw the finished product. Right. I wish so. <laughs> can you imagine being that good at what you do? Like just to be like, I'm this good. Everyone is going to doubt me throughout the process. And <laughs> then it's going to go forge. Ahead. And then in the end, I'm going to make. Well, it probably helps that he was like, what, like 76 or something when he made the movie, because at that point, you know who you are and what you want. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also just to be that talented. Just yeah. To, like. Yeah. Dude, I try to come up with a name for a beer and I'm like, 
I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Let's call it uh, Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. I'm lo- I'm literally looking around and being like... <laughs> Stapler. Yeah. Stapler uh, beer. Fucking um, light shining off of glass <laughs> into my eye. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's fun. It's All like nothing... Banger. It's like nothing we've ever done before. Um, yeah. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Um, if you haven't seen it, please my, do yourself the favor. The questions I'm trying to ask: Would I replace? Who would I replace Kurt Russell with? Um, the well, only you know person who, you know who was almost cast—a clone of Kurt Russell, Jeff Bridges. I think he's maybe literally the only person who could have done this role justice. Wow, that would have been something. Mm-hmm. That would have been wild. What? Why? Do you know why he wasn't cast? No, I, uh, I, no, like Carpenter wanted Kurt Russell because he'd already worked with him like three times, right? He did The Thing and he did Escape from New York with him already. Does The Thing count as an action movie? No. I need an excuse to watch it. That's a great movie. It's though. the best. I mean, after The Thing, this is, I think this is my next favorite Carpenter. I mean, I like Hall- the original Halloween a lot, but this is just way more fun to watch, right? Like, So, so for you, it goes The, the thing, thing, Big Trouble in Little China, I mean, then probably Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe They Live or... Yeah, I don't know. But They Live... Actually, Assault on Precinct 13 was pretty fucking awesome. Assault on Precinct 13... They Live is great, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Assault on Precinct 13 just is this other level of violence and mm-hmm. brutality that I don't think that like anybody... I haven't seen done. I didn't see done properly, like at that time. Yeah, there's exploitation and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. like, like the way that he does it is it's so visceral and so honest. Yeah, uh, it's more real. It's not like over the top necessarily. Yeah, where he like he elevates like I don't know. He he takes he takes exploitation and elevates it to this like other level. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, man. I think he's quickly becoming probably one of this this. Podcast's favorite directors, favorite creators. For sure. <laughs> One of my top, for sure. Yeah. Let's rate this thing. Yeah. Let's do it. So it's my pick, my movie. I expected to give this movie terrible reviews, and I end up giving it a 9 for reaction and an overall an 8.2. Uh, my reaction is a 10. My overall score ends up being an 8.8. Yeah, my reaction's at 10, overall 8.2. So this puts this movie at 8.4, I believe. Yeah. So it's right behind Logan at number five and right ahead of the Wild Bunch at number six. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, I fucking love it. Yeah. I mean, like, the Wild Bunch is one of my all... That's an all-time banger. Wild Bunch is excellent. Outstanding. That movie... Totally different movies. Totally different. Um... Not really comparable, even, but yeah. Uh, what do we? Logan's my Logan's my uh, my Christmas movie. Watch it every Christmas. Or really? It. Yeah. No, of course I don't. I was just trying to. Oh, I don't know. All people these, have, people every, have traditions. Everybody, everybody watches uh, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter every Christmas. Yeah. I watch the MCU. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't the, part of the MCU. Yeah, in my head it is. Get it straight. <laughs> what are we doing next, James? Uh, so next, um, in honor of the 20th anniversary, we are going to watch The Matrix. Wow. Big yeah. heavy hitter. Wow. I can't believe it's been 20 years. 
Holy I can. shit, I feel old. Because, uh, so when I graduated high God school, damn it. so when I graduated high school, <laughs> we had to vote on different things. Yeah. And The Matrix was voted the best movie of the year. 99. In my high school. Yeah. I graduated in 2000. Mm-hmm. But it came out like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I never wanted to watch this movie again. Well, now you got to. Boom. <laughs> At least it's not the second one. Yeah, no, no. Well, it's the third one's the worst. <laughs> I, the third one? I refuse to watch them, so. Oh, we'll get to them. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. If we're still doing this in 50 fucking years, maybe. <laughs> 10 years. There's a lot. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, check out our number six, Big Trouble in Little China, if you haven't checked it out already. Um, like us on iTunes and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Instagram run by Dustin and he's doing a great job. Uh, See you next week.